0: Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Datum podcast. Um, this is, I think we're going to call this a hot take episode, right Tim?
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's uh, some some news on the block since you've been away. In fact, you've been away for a couple of weeks and then you've come back to a bit of a change in the landscape, right?
0: Right, exactly. It's funny because um, I've been away for about two and a half weeks um, for some family stuff, with a family member getting married, um, and yeah, I've come back to... It's like that have you seen that scene in community where Donald Glover comes back in holding pizzas and the entire room's on fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was right. that was sort yeah. of my initial reaction to this news, but I think um, over the few days it's sort of I've let myself tick along slowly and let the news sink in. So Good. what's what's the news? What's the big what's the big thing that's changed? So a certain company
1: that has CRM as their stock symbol, Salesforce. Mm-hmm has decided to enter into acquisition talks with Tableau. I say enter because I don't think it's a done deal yet. It's They've just agreed to buy the company, but that doesn't mean they've bought the company just yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of these things where it's like an agreement has been reached at a high level to buy the company at this price, and, now and then it's going to be the lawyers now get involved to do the actual transition. So I think it'll be a few months out, still before We get Tableau, a Salesforce company, or something similar.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, I think uh, this took a lot of people by surprise, actually, didn't it? Didn't it? No one, I I guess. Well, did it or didn't
0: it? I I think there's there's a couple of levels to this. I I I personally, it was surprising. It's now. I think that's the big thing, right? It's a Mm -hmm. surprise that it's the 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 news came now at this time rather than everyone sort of um somewhat expected Tableau to be bought out by one of the bigger boys um eventually you know the aws is the google's that sort of company that will just like bring it into its own cloud offering um i don't think anyone expected salesforce per se to be making this move um however if he, if you sort of kept an eye on on sort of the m&a sphere of around data and analytics in this area like uh, salesforce everyone talks about mulesoft um mm-hmm. you know S- salesforce bought mulesoft last year um but there, there was a few leaked documents, uh, I think a year or so ago, where they mentioned that Salesforce are look, interested in looking at Tableau. So it's not that much of a surprise. I think the surprise is that, uh, first of all, it came now, you know, in the middle of 2019, yeah. um, after some pretty big releases from Tableau. And then secondly, that it came so fast off the heels of another big acquisition, which was Looker being bought by Google Cloud Platform last week.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, in my mind, I I, I think of this in really simple terms. I think of it as a game of Pac-Man, right? Because um, (laughs) I find it sort of um, ironic because I think what happens sometimes, Tableau themselves, uh, achieved a lot of growth by acquiring other companies. So mm-hmm. hyper was an acquisition. Um the ask data capabilities Calligraph. came through yeah, Colygraph came through an acquisition. And so it, it's fascinating that people don't expect uh the opposite to happen where, you know, a bigger Pac Man turns up on the game and Right, just, there's always a bigger fish, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, there's always a bigger fish um coming, coming behind you. So yeah, I in, in some ways, I think you're right. Um, happening now is is, is a surprise. Um, maybe we can go into this in a bit more detail in, in mm-hmm. a second. But also, I think there's also the other side of this, which is there's been lots of talk of it. Um, it was inevitable at some stage because, uh, I guess, Tableau's aspirations maybe exceed the um, the level of cash it's able to generate.
0: Right, um, exactly. Uh, yeah. and, For R&D and, and, to, and exactly, development.
1: Exactly, Um And, you know, those numbers are never really widely shared but um for them to have been seeking this acquisition you never go into a deal like this unless one party is willing to be acquired if that makes sense so right. um it also paints a bit of colors to maybe what the ceo's sort of uh task in hand was um when he joined the yeah. company so the,
0: yeah. the, the, i think that that's a really interesting that's a really key point you mentioned there so adam Sillipsy came in um a couple of years two years ago now right he's done two tablet mm-hmm. conferences from what mm-hmm. i understand two or three, um i've seen him speak twice so i think this mm-hmm. might be in his third one um and he came in after christian chabot and t- this is this uh, tablet has started off this company which is small and fun and then it sort of grew and then there was that nosedive do you remember the nosedive in the stock mm-hmm. prices because mm-hmm. of some uh, lower f- um, forecasts for the year. Yeah. Now, now when Slipsky joined, he came from obviously Amazon Web Services and then uh, changed the way that tablet operated, moving towards subscription as a big change. Then the more recent licensing changes, um, and it's, uh, I think I read somewhere that it started off as a four billion cap company, mm-hmm. and now they've sold it as a fifteen billion one. It's, it's, this is Slipsky's time timeframe when he, he he came in. Their market cap was four billion, and now they've sold at fifteen billion. So mm-hmm. for him, it's he's done his, he's done his job in a very interesting way. Now, what's I, th- I think to your point of the technical advancements, you've seen this moving forward more recently. Like the the reason Tableau. I don't want to say stopped innovating, but sort of stopped doing things in-house and sort of looked to purchase companies that are already doing it to give them that jump, that head start into spaces like hyper, into spaces like Ask Data. Mm-hmm. This is a similar sort of move, right? Like you either buy another company or you get bought and then use complementary technologies, right? Mm-hmm. Like this this is the sort of thing that I see as that that stage of maturity as it were within within Tableau's journey as a company. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I I agree and I think there's a there's a little bit of that sort of uh, played through in the announcement because mm-hmm. um, Salesforce actually agreed to acquire Tableau for 15.7 billion Mm-hmm. but at the time of the acquisition its evaluation was 10 billion so even salesforce there adding you know 5.7 billions worth of value to the current price of, oh. of, of, of the, of the tableau share so that in itself sort of says something about where salesforce sees sort of the value and maybe the value that's been added in in the current years but maybe this value has been uh sort of a much longer um a longer kind of term thing you know this has always been i guess People like you and me will say, "Oh, Tableau's always been great," you know.
0: <laughs> right, but but it, but it, it, like you said, it, it's the Tableau. Again, let's, let's not forget. Like, so um, the Information Lab who we work for started in what 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like we've, that was it, Tableau was not a company in Europe. Like we, we always talk about the fact that the Information Lab was in Europe selling Tableau before Tableau had a proper presence, right? Yeah, um, and this is really important like Tableau. is quite a young company in some ways but the innovation and the scale that it's had gone through in the last few years to make it a bit more uh, inverted commas enterprise ready i saw a screenshot of the first ever Tableau server offering mm-hmm. um when i was looking at some documentation recently or a couple of weeks ago and it's come so far right in terms of ux in terms of ui in terms of the the way it looks and feels i remember we well, my first version was Tableau nine and that jump for from the look and field and the features in Tableau 10, yeah. and certainly definitely now in 2019.2 that's just released. Mm-hmm. It's moving at such a fast pace. And I think in order to keep up that level of innovation, that level of scalability and meeting the d- demands of users as the company grows, as the brand grows, this is the stuff that excites me. This is the fact that you know they're now part of Salesforce. What does that mean so they've got this einstein analytics offering which is like they're mm-hmm. just all analytics end-to-end right like so, mm-hmm. so that includes ai all of their systems yada 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 mm-hmm. now Tableau's can now share those technological advances um and sort of take in like it's quite funny i think um rachel costa who works for the information lab and now works for the un um she built some dashboard starters right i think for salesforce yeah, is that yeah, correct yeah
1: absolutely yeah yeah correct yeah so um, like go on yeah no um and it's funny because those salesforce connectors were were just hooking straight into um salesforce data sources so these are sort of almost consider them as templated dashboards that you can just uh, plug into your own data your own organization and immediately get some value from them
0: mm-hmm. and that's so different from how tableau used to be under you know the, the headship of christian chabot like the early days right when it's like no, no. Data is your canvas. You choose what to do. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting to a point where, well, actually, let's help you steer in the direction. Here's some templates because the more people that are getting on board, you're not, you're not, you haven't got pockets of energized users that are just using this thing for fun as much anymore. Like It's now becoming to a point where Tableau is almost a requirement at some stage, right? Like, at some yeah. level.
1: And also, you know, Tableau has also been acquiring a lot of intellectual property. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a fun fact, actually. can you Do, do you recall the last acquisition Tableau made? Um, was it the Semantics engine? Um, no. So the last four acquisitions, I guess, the most widely known ones, because you don't actually have to report an acquisition unless, uh-huh. it's, a, okay. unless it's above a certain size. Right. Um, but the last reported one was a company called Empirical Systems in 2018 ah. of last year. Mm-hmm. um the one before that was ClearGraph, which we've mm-hmm. all seen in the product through that's the semantics like, engine yeah uh, yeah ab- absolutely um and then uh the one before that was hyper mm-hmm. right and then previous to that was another one called InfoActive. So um, there's actually four acquisitions Then, each of those have actually brought in specific IP that I think we've seen in the product fairly quickly after. So yeah. it also shows that Tableau is capable of not just bringing in IP, but, you know, capitalizing it, adding value, and then turning it into sort of, um, I guess, subscriptions now, whereas before it used to be um, just you know, perpetual licenses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that, that turnaround time is really important, really key, especially now um i think i think the if the the i've heard summaries of this call that happened straight after the the announcement of the the intention to purchase um and there's obviously a lot of jokes about the fact that the 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 guy on the call was saying vizies instead of vizies but that's all by the by like it's all education you can't you can't <laughs> yeah. joke about that stuff like yeah, we, yeah like we we didn't call it vis, visual, visualization before we all call it charts and graphs it's standards yeah, um, it just people think who you is, stood next to you. Right. Can all,
1: we can all be humbled by someone.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's, it's it's quite quite interesting to see. But I think the the key thing there they always mentioned the community, and, and um, I think what's interesting to me is the Salesforce community is much bigger mm-hmm. and much more diverse than the Tableau one, from what I can understand. Right. So oh no, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like the conferences are over hundred thousand people. Like you've got. Um, the amount of, uh, the, they, they're they equivalent to Zen's is the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see how that that diversification, that integration happens, because I'd love to learn more about them. Like, I think um, there's a guy called Priz who mentioned really interestingly that the learning and development platform that Salesforce have is really, really good. Like, I think yeah. we've been looking at AWS recently, and we, we also have very good things to say about that learning platform right
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, that's the thing I that's the thing I kind of um I'm really excited actually it's it's the it's the new people and the new mm-hmm. kind of dialogues and the new conversations I mean in the immediate in the immediate sense I guess nothing changes right nothing everything changes, right? everything is all pen and paper it takes a couple of years for the cultural sort of fit and transitions to take place uh, there's likely to be sort of uh reorganizations I, I know salesforce have i think said they'll just let tableau sort of run independently but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then my view on that is well why did you buy them then you don't you, know, <laughs> you don't you don't buy a car to put it in the garage you buy a car right. to drive it um so eventually something will change uh, uh but for now yes uh, as things sort of play out uh you know for end users and 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 uh, maybe even employees uh, things remain broadly the same i'm really excited to see what happens at conference this year because this is early enough there's one next week <laughs> uh, yeah yeah this is early enough for there to be yeah reflected in two conferences so there's the tableau conference uh, next week that you're going to right
0: i am yeah so i'm i'm, I'm there from monday till thursday so if anyone wants to catch me there i'm, I'm gonna be around i've got a session on tuesday that'll plug obviously mm-hmm. um just before day tonight's out but yeah that, that'll be really interesting to see the dynamic and also people's thoughts on on the acquisition Actually, Absolutely. i guess it's similar similar um thoughts hopefully to what we're sharing but yeah, and I,
1: I you know, we've, we've we've titled this show sort of a hot take, but I, I expect most of what comes out of the conference next week will be uh, general sort of hot takes and sort of um, aggregations of thoughts that of of have happened mm. in the week. However, what will happen in Vegas is I'm hoping a, a more sort of concise dialogue about where Salesforce and Tableau are going to go together because there's enough time there for at least the deal to kind of. Play out, and I'm hoping for the visionaries, i.e. the CEOs, uh, maybe even to present the product together, managers. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I fully expect to see the Salesforce CEO on stage if this deal mm-hmm. closes in good time. And so Agreed. that that should that should be where we start to see. Okay, what's actually changing here? What are the developers thinking? What are the employees thinking at both companies? Do we have an influx of Salesforce users at Tableau Conference who've maybe mm-hmm. considered Tableau but have used have used other tools? um and 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 so on and so forth um the other aspect is i think this is interesting because um salesforce uh, you know prescribing this value to tableau sends a signal about tableau and i think it's worth just considering sort of the knock-on effects that can happen from things like this because if you were let's say considering tableau power bi and maybe a a bunch of other tools um Mm -hmm. not that it's going to change your mind based on sort of the features and the capabilities of the product but i think it does sort of send a signal uh um, confidence. A, right. Yeah. It sends a signal of confidence. Like you kind of have this idea that now Tableau is going to be a warrant for some time now. It's it's under it's under a, a nice big umbrella that's, you know, weathered a lot of sort of different climates um and and it's good for it, right?
0: Yeah, I think I think the, the I think you you've hit the nail on the head. I think there's in the in the me short to medium, short term, I don't think much is going to change. As mm-hmm. you say, in the medium terms where things are going to get interesting, for now I think um, the intention to have Tableau as an independent company makes sense because what you do is you just say, well, you know, we've, we've got Tableau under our hood, let's bring them in really quickly for a conversation. And also, they're part of the family, so they're integrated really nicely. Like, mm-hmm. They understand our culture. They understand the the pipelines and the data flows and all these different technologies that Salesforce have to offer under their umbrella. Mm-hmm. So that, that's all positive. That's all really, really good stuff. Now, if I'm putting my pessimistic hat, or hat on, um, I my concerns are around the technology that Tableau owns, right? I think that okay, that's yeah. that that's where my personal concerns and the IP are there and the IP exactly because now inherently that that LP will be owned by Salesforce, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things like Hyper, things like um, Cleargraph and Ask Data, things like you know the fundamentals, the VisQL, you know mm-hmm. the thing that's built, built uh, similar to Renderman and that was on Pixar. Like we all love telling that story. But now that's that Salesforce tech. Now there is obviously that two-way thing. You know, we we um, Tableau will be able to benefit, and we and then in kind will be able to benefit from Salesforce tech and their innovations. But similarly, they'll be able to look at and um, take advantage of Tableau's tech. Does that mean in ten years' time, Tableau gets rolled into the packaging? Who knows? We can't we can't make that decision. But that's yeah. something to be aware of at least. Um, just just to bookend my, my that that sort of thought process for me. I like analytics, right? I think that my personal view is analytics is analytics. I just mm-hmm. prefer using Tableau because it's easy to use, it's fun, it's something that I understand. Um, but the what's the word the the ideas and the culture behind it that's mm-hmm. that's all going to be the same. Like we still can approach Tableau and, and certainly for us Alteryx projects in a similar way. We we will mm-hmm. still think about data in a similar way, and we still have this questions first approach right than yeah, sort of a prospective prescriptive environment so i'm still optimistic i'm still very much on the train i think this is a really exciting time to be in bi again given the liquor acquisition alongside the tablet acquisition uh, and yeah really interesting seeing where it goes from here yeah. so do you have any um, negative feelings here do you have any um things to be concerned about i guess uh, i guess
1: there's always the, the the issue i have with acquisitions is uh, especially when it comes from a company who has an appetite for acquisitions. I'm just looking mm. at a diagram of Salesforce acquisitions, uh, and literally, there's more Salesforce acquisitions than there are uh, Tableau products and probably Tableau wow. developers that I know. Um, <laughs> you know, just just by first name basis. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, the, they've got quite an appetite for that, and I always wonder about focus, right? Because when you become when you become an acquisition of a, a company's as Salesforce. Um, you you can sometimes just um, you, the focus is now shared the the mindshare within Salesforce is not just you know a Tableau centric one it's now amongst a bunch of other tools and so um, I always wonder what do Salesforce shareholders want from Salesforce right because now <laughs> that becomes the drive for what Tableau does and the direction okay so whereas right. before Tableau shareholders were pretty happy with Tableau just growing and so on and so forth. You then start to think, okay, well, what do Salesforce uh, shareholders want to see from Salesforce acquisitions, right? Do they want to see them integrated? Do they want to Mm -hmm. see them spun? And I don't have enough context and knowledge to understand sort of how the you know what are the most successful acquisitions how have they played out how have they yep. gone have they ever done an acquisition at the scale of tableau size these are all questions that you know i'm not i'm not well informed enough on but these are the these are the kind of things i'm excited to sort of find out over the next few months because i think that will really sort of uh, uh tell a toad and if this is the first time they want to do something different then i think i'll be i'll be i think i'll be more concerned because when you try and do something different, and you're one kind of company, and you're the size of Salesforce, yeah. it's really, really hard to turn the ship. It's almost it's you've you've genuinely got to. But this sort is of,
0: why you buy. This is why you buy stuff, right? Like you, absolutely, because, absolutely. Because you've got you're you're so ingrained in old tech that you, in order to change, you acquire someone that's further ahead in that line than you.
1: But the analogy i always give is um and i, I relate to things i do understand so <laughs> when uh, disney bought <laughs> pixar for example okay okay um now every, a lot of people saw that as an acquisition but in in the creative world that was seen as a merger because pixar had this creative sort of powerhouse mm-hmm. uh, and this sort of culture that just disney just didn't know how to sort of you know um create and if you look at Disney before they acquired Pixar, it, it it wasn't performing as well in the cinemas with, with its creative sort of endeavors. Mm-hmm. Then once it's bought Pixar and the teams kind of merge, and some of those, uh, you know, benefits went across companies, you know, Pixar capitalizing from Disney scale, Disney yeah. capitalizing for Pixar's creativity. You start to see a very different kind of Disney. That's now that's a really completely, really completely like... unstoppable. And mm-hmm. so, I wonder if this is if this is that. Is it actually more of a merger? Okay, yeah. Is Salesforce it Lucasfilm or Pixar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well put.
0: Yeah, because it, it, I, I like. I'm just thinking about this analogy. I love it because um pixar is 100 percent that creative drive like you yeah. don't get a pixar film every year you're not just churning out blockbusters you're doing yeah. it methodically because each scene takes like a year all all this like stuff you hear about pixar that's incredible mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I think toy story 4 is literally the most lifelike cat i've ever seen but um it's it's this thing of disney hasn't bought pixar to change what pixar do they've bought pixar to benefit from all the ideas that it has and the forward-thinking culture yep. that it sort of brings. Whereas buying Lucasfilm and the rights to Star Wars was 100% a blockbuster, blockbuster yeah, drive, right? Exactly. It's 100% exactly. something that's based on the fact that Star Wars is this brand that people just... You, you will just go and see. Right? Mm-hmm. Same as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You will just go and see it. Yeah. Um, and you can just churn out with all these blockbusters. But Pixar's a bit more... you know, It's nuanced. It's got its own little crew. Sony laws, yeah. I, I think I, I like the Pixar analogy, right? I think that exactly. Hopefully, is what, what what what's happening
1: here. And and that's the thing that time will tell, right? We we, we don't we don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. I I think one of the things I've taken away from this is, um, it, it 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 sort of drums this point home. I think more generally, just stepping back away from Salesforce, how mm-hmm. important it is to understand the industry and the uh, and, and the wide industry, because I think. Especially in the tableau world, we can be guilty of investing so much into just one thing, right? Mm-hmm. um You know, tableau prep comes out, we just all in, all in on the tableau world because we you know we sip the kool aid, we love it so much. The community is great; you just can't imagine anything else, right? Um, mm-hmm. But then you forget that obviously there are other players and there are other contexts, there are other integration points that that exist out there. And mm-hmm. this is a, you know, this is a really strong reminder that you know this 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 acquisition highlights it you should have known about salesforce's sort of desire to buy an analytics company we should have also yeah. maybe understood google's desire to buy something obviously yeah. those things aren't public but actually um
0: if you sit down and sort of yeah. listen listen to the words right if you listen yeah. to the words behind the words i think i think i always do this at tableau conference as well when you li- you don't listen to here's our big new feature you listen to what's what is this driving to right mm-hmm. i think i think the underlying messages from companies like Google, companies like AWS. And Google started with um, Data Studios three years ago now. yeah, It was very much a it dipping its toe in the water. Now they're like, right, you know what? There might be something in this where there's enough people using GCP, Google Cloud Platform, for us to think about, you know, let's do an end-to-end solution mm-hmm. for analytics to, for, mm-hmm. for data. We've got storage down with Google uh, BigQuery. We've got a VM software because of our scale so that offer... Uh, compute. Um, let's let's build a BI solution. So Looker can do that for them. And hey, you know, you know, they, they might transform Looker into something more, right? It might be again, it's it's choosing the right tool for the use cases. Yeah, you know, that's exactly. what it always comes down to. Yeah,
1: it is funny because just a few days before uh, the acquisition, uh, Google acquired Looker, um, and that boosted Tableau's own share price by six percent so th- oh, really was, yeah 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 so th- that was in it that was in itself an interesting uh you know reaction kind of, from the market yeah exactly yeah. i think that and and what i always like about share prices is it's i never i never think of it as like an accurate sort of representation of the value of a company in terms of no. the values you and i see it but what it does do is it t- does tell you where the market is. And when there's sudden jumps and sudden re it shows you that the market wasn't accounting for something. It wasn't considering something. Okay, mm-hmm. And so this 6% jump when Google acquired Looker was mm-hmm. basically a signal of the market saying, oh, wait, hold on a minute. Um, maybe this Tableau stock I have is actually way more valuable because we know that looker you know if you compare it to tableau it's not as an attractive target you wouldn't have you wouldn't have put tab um you know looker over tableau if you were sort of comparing them side to side unless there's some sort of edge case that really sort of leans you towards looker yeah but immediately signals you know companies like tableau microsoft power bi obviously is owned by microsoft so they already have um uh, they're unlikely you know, to be bought yeah, out right exactly exactly <laughs> that, unless microsoft spin that out um that's that's in a safe place as it is so one of the one of the things we've talked about ages ago ravi's aggregation theory
0: and, correct uh, oh yes
1: <laughs> we need to come back to that and one. and oh it's funny i i think of ben thompson and his uh discussions about you know the aggregation of everything yes, yes and yes. i'm just thinking oh gosh salesforce is the aggregator here we go
0: <laughs> it is yeah, that's a really good point. I, I, I had a fleeting thought about that. You know, you hearing the Ben Thompson voice in my head being like, you know, the excitable pace, like it's an aggregator.
1: Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. I think that that, and it comes back to our point about platforms before, right?
1: absolutely and it's sort of like well what, what is salesforce wanting to be the aggregator of and it's going back to their the stock symbols you know salesforce at the moment is crm and the stock market uh, yep. tableau is data and so you can kind yep. of see salesforce making this play to be the the the, the sas back end of enterprises basically for stock mm-hmm. whether it's data uh, customers or people uh, I, I i'm highly expecting them to buy a hr platform very soon um mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that would sort of complete the stock and by the way by the way that's not uh well, go LinkedIn, out and right? buy shares
0: yeah right they did
1: go for linkedin and microsoft pipped them to the post um exactly but yes they have aspirations to just be the enterprise SaaS back end uh, as it were so um it's a very interesting kind of Thing I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know Ben Thompson didn't do some sort of article about it because mm-hmm. he he pays a lot of attention to Salesforce but he doesn't typically pay attention to Tableau because it's not in his Cause it's sort of, his BI right yeah exactly <laughs> so. In fact, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna quickly Google now and see if Ben Thompson has actually written anything on.
0: So, okay. so while you're googling that, this is what, another podcast that me and Tim mm-hmm. actually Tim introduced me to, which is um called um what's it called Exponent. Yeah. Um, which is a great tech podcast, and I think is it was one of the ones that almost inspired us to do one right because it's such an interesting one that you can just listen to and take in a bit more information, learn a lot more about different angles and i think especially around i think that this the acquisition for me um was another time where we realized like we are so small like in tableau what are null as our sort of Mm niches and there's so much more out there in the compute space and the data space and the um service cloud offering right because ultimately um, salesforce.com is a massive cloud platform um tableau um in their article did mention that uh, they are going to continue offering on-premise solutions, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this just makes their cloud offering that much bit better. Like it just makes it a bit more easier and cleaner to be ready to go, right? It's it's yeah, all, all yeah. it's all of that onboarding softer stuff that um, Tableau's working on and improving and really driving towards that. Salesforce perhaps has in a better way, mm-hmm. and this is where the exciting let's see how this play out plays out stance comes along from
1: both of us. Exactly, exactly. Um, it turns out Ben did write an article yesterday about uh, Looker and Salesforce and Tableau and Google. So, uh-huh. Uh so huh. it's behind his paywall so um uh, yeah. okay from the newsletter <laughs> yeah it's, it's an actual newsletter article which means it's of uh it's of it's of high quality i'm trying to see if mm-hmm. someone summarized it somewhere um it's maybe it's almost worth paying that 10 pounds a month i i hate this you know <laughs> you know the amount of subscriptions i have access to is just like ridiculous you <laughs> <I keep> pay <paying laughs> 10 pounds a month for freaking everything <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, no, this, this, this acquisition is exciting. I think um, there's lots there's lots to come. I think it'll be really interesting, really interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I'd be keen to see what you see at conference next year because that, that will be... Next week, yeah. That I feel sorry for uh, the Tableau organizers because um, I genuinely get the sense they had no idea this was happening, right? Mm. Uh, and it, I, you know having to sort of pivot the discussion points uh, at conference next week is a, is a tough challenge right
0: right right And Especially- e- 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 even though you can play the oh it's not done yet we don't know yeah. everything's everything's going to say the same don't worry about it card it's always going to get those like our like cogs turning about okay what's next mm-hmm. what, what, what does this actually mean exactly that sort of thing yeah 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 okay cool that was a nice short podcast about half an hour um, absolutely thanks everyone for listening and tuning in um send us your feedback what, what do you think what are your thoughts on on this move um and were you expecting it what was it something somewhat not expected and where do you see yourself if you're a tablet user or even a, a salesforce user
1: perfect i'll catch you next week ravi
0: nice one take care cheers bye.